Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. We're on week two now of our mission series, and this is a huge reminder for us that this is what the church exists for. Nang dahilan kung bakit mismo mayroong sambahan is so that we might bring the gospel to the nation. So ito pong pag-uusap natin ito, hindi po ito side, hindi po sideline lang ng victory ang world missions. Hindi po. Vic, uh, ang victory nag-i-exist dahil may world missions. I, I, I hope you, you would catch that. Dahilan kung bakit mismo nag-i-exist yung church dahil may world missions. Nauna pa ang world missions. Nauna siya. In fact, that is God's agenda pag, when you come to think about it. And which is why He formed the church so that He can send the church to the nations. So ito pa, another one. Walang Bible, uh, kung, kung, walang, kung walang missions, hindi kailangan ng Bible. Think about that for a moment. Ang maging Bible lang po natin ay Genesis 1, Genesis 2, Tapos Genesis 3, the fall of man. Then after that, revelation na. Hindi mo na kailangan ng lahat ng kwento ng buong Israel na ipoform pa ni Lord kasi out of that will come out the Messiah. Hindi mo na kailangan, kailangan ng Gospels. Wala ng kwentong Gospels kasi wala namang salvation na pinag-uusapan. Tapos hindi na mangyayari yung Acts at saka yung lahat ng letters ni Napol at Peter kasi in the first place, hindi mo kailangan yung mga church planting na yan dun sa lahat ng iba-ibang bansa. Pero kaya nga po tayo may Bible to begin with is because of missions. So nakita nyo kung gano'n ka big deal sa atin ng missions. Nagbibigay lang po tayo usually ng dalawang linggo na focus talaga na, to, na pag-uusap tungkol sa missions. Pero in reality, the whole year, kung mapapansin nyo, the whole year, yung lahat ng mga pag-uusap natin tungkol po sa lahat ng mga series at lahat ng mga preaching is always directed towards being able to mobilize us to preach the gospel to the nation. So with that po, we're now at week two of every tribe, every nation. We'd like to ask everyone to stand. And if you could bring your Bibles or turn your Bibles with me to Psalms 102, we'll begin reading from verses 12 to 22. Psalm 102, verses 12 to 22. Simulan ko pong basahin. But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion. It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come. For your servants hold her stones dear and have pity on her dust. Nations will fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory for the Lord builds up Zion. He appears in His glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for a generation to come so that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. That He looked down from His holy height from heaven. The Lord looked at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners to set free those who were doomed to die that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord, and in Jerusalem His praise, when peoples gathered together and kingdoms to worship the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we see that in Scriptures, You've already said that all nations will eventually worship You. All nations will eventually fear You. So dahil nga po yun ang, yun ang kapupuntahan ng lahat ng bagay na to excited kami God, na sa ano pa man po ang sitwasyon ng mundo sa kapanahunan na to Lord, yung pa rin ang dulo ng lahat ng to Salamat po na you are in control in bringing forth your kingdom to spread across all the nations. And Lord, you're giving us an opportunity to participate. Kami po mismo. An opportunity for us to participate as the church. Lord, to be able to help advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and take your seats. So ito pong week 2 na to, we're talking about all nations, that all nations will worship God. 
that all nations will worship God. Excited po ako rito sa pag-uusap na to, pero meron ako mismong gustong itanong sa inyo. Uh, ito, sim- simple lang. Hindi naman pala simple, pero baka hindi nyo naman ito iniisip. Uh, pero ang tanong po ay, is God really at work and in charge of all the nations of the world? Is He? Kasi parte po yan ang pinaniniwalaan natin. And dahil siya ay Diyos, siya ang may hawak ng lahat ng mga bagay. All of the affairs of the nations. Lahat ng bansa, lahat ng presidente, kung ano man, presidente, hari, reyna, o kung sino man ang namumuno sa lahat ng mga bansa na yon, lahat ng pangyayari sa bansa na yon, yung history ng bansa na yon, past, present, at saka yung future ng mga mangyayari, lahat po yon ay hawak ng Diyos. Pero mapapaisip ka, Lord, really God? Are, are you really in charge of all the nations? Eh, eh Lord, bakit may ganito? Yan. Lord, bakit may ganyan? Bakit mayroong, mayroong Russia-Ukraine war? Bakit ang extended na nito, ah, tapos nitong nakaraan lang, parang nag-annex na ang Russia ng apat pa ulit na regions within Ukraine. Tapos parang hindi pa rin ito natatapos and this unrest at yung tayo, yung, yung, ano, yung, yung parang yung Cold War nung mga, nung mga 70s, ah, parang nangyayari siya ngayon in relation to China. Okay? Kasi yung, yung, yung in relation to China and the Philippines, China and Taiwan, parang at lahat ng mga bagay na to Now, ito po. Quick one lang. Goal ba ni Lord ang world peace? Di ba? Parang, ang sagot po dyan ay yes and no. Yes, because in the future, there will really be world peace. Pero no in the sense na God's immediate goal is world evangelization. Now, yung mga ganitong pagkakataon, God uses that to be able to bring His gospel to the nations. Think about, for example, tayo po bilang Pilipinas mismo, no? Um, tayo po ay yung economic crisis na pinagdaanan ng Pilipinas na mahabang-mahaba ng panahon na dahilan kung bakit nagkaroon ng tinatawag na economic diaspora. Yung ibig sabihin po noon ay diaspora, ibig sabihin scattering. Yung mga Pinoy na scatter sa iba-ibang mga bansa. Pag inisip mo, Lord, ano nangyari doon? Di ba, da, di ba Christian nation kami? We're called to be blessed. Parang part dapat nung covenant namin with you is blessing for our nation. Pero think about it for a moment. Dahil ang Pilipinas ang tanging Christian nation in Asia for at least 400 years. Well, ngayon meron ng pangalawa, Timor-Leste. It's also a Catholic nation. Pero pag inisip mo, grabe, dala-dala natin yung gospel. Well, at least, you know, a, a portion of the gospel. Pag inisip mo, kasi heritage natin yun eh, bilang mga Pilipino. Pero hindi tayo masyadong umikot sa iba-ibang mga bansa para dalhin sa mga kalapit natin ng mga Buddhist nations, Muslim nations, uh, and, and, and so on. So si Lord, apparently ginawa niya ng paraan. Kailangan natin pumunta ron because of economics. At kung saan-saan napunta ang mga Pilipino at lahat ng mga lugar na yon dinala natin ang gospel. It was involuntary and it, was, it, seems, it seemed to be an economic affliction pero the Lord used it to be able to, hindi ni-resolve ni Lord yung economic affliction ng Pilipinas, basta-basta, pero ginamit ni Lord mga Pilipino para dalhin yung gospel sa lahat ng iba-iba pang mga bansa. So apparently, God's goal is really world, world evangelization, not just world peace. Tanong, magkakaroon pa rin ba ng peace pagdating ng panon? Ay, oo. Paano natin sure? Ito, isa pang tanong na usual kadikit niyan. What does God do with all the evil in the world? Nahirap nung tanong na yun. As in, pang, pang masters, pang doctorate po yung tanong na yun. Eh. Mahirap yun. At mahirap din siyang sagutin sa maiksing nating pagkakataon. Pero ito na lang, ito na lang. Maiksing, maiksing simpleng sagot. Kaya nga nasulat ang Revelation. Ang Revelation po in one sentence is the story of how the Lord will crush evil finally. It is God's solution 
to evil. Kasi ang kwento doon, the Lord will finally bring all of that and then, you know, and finally capture Satan and everything else and then, and then you know, bring them into prison and then the Lord will renew the whole earth and finally, evil will be no more, at least not on the heavens, on the earth. So God's solution for evil is actually written out in Revelation. So of course, God is doing something about evil, not just in the way that we want Him to do something about it now. Because now, now, He has the church. The church is called by Him to be able to bring the gospel to the nations and be able to bring hope, healing to the nations. And that will result in, 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 ano, in pockets of the kingdom of God spreading all across the nations where they will encounter God in a powerful way. Hindi pa ni Lord tinatapos yung kwento. Darating ang panahon, yun ang mangyayari, pero sa ngayon, we're in the middle of it. So anong gagawin natin bilang church? We'll bring the gospel to the nations because the Lord is working through the church to be able to bring hope to the world. Yeah. So, last week po, pinag-usapan natin ng konti yung whole idea nung the world needs a solution to poverty and so on. And we said that it is the gospel that brings that kind of solution. Now, we also talked about how it does that. Kung kayo po ay nandito nung nakaraang linggo, pinag-usapan din natin na it begins with change on a personal level. Pagkatapos nun, God will now bring change to your family. And then as He brings change to your family, God will raise you up as leaders to bring change to society. And the day will come, the day will come, matagal ng panahon pa. Pero we, as future leaders, will bring uh, structural change to the nation. The systems and processes of the nation itself will finally be grounded in Scripture and in righteousness. Tapos mangyayari na. Mangyayari na yung totoong pagbabagong hinahanap mo. Hindi natin lang kailan pa yon. Pero sa ngayon, tatrabohin lang natin yon. Itutuloy lang. Papano? Individual change. Grow ka lang. Discipleship. Family transformation. Grow ka lang. Let God raise you up as leaders and make an impact in that part of your world. And then eventually, eventually, the Lord will use all of us critical mass. Darating ang panahon na sobrang dami na nating mga Kristiyanong leader all across the different facets of society. And then, the nation will finally change. It's the long haul. It's the long haul, but it is God's process. And that's how He brings hope to the nations. So ngayon pong araw na to, ang dulo ng hope na yan is that all of the nations will worship God. We go back to the passage. Yung pong binasa natin, parang medyo exciting yung binasa natin kasi all the nations will worship God, all the nations will fear God. Pero that was verse 12. Alam niyo po ba sa verse 1 to 11, nagre-reklamo yung psalmist sa Psalm 102. At sinasabi niya mismo, Lord naman, wala naman, di naman kayo nakikinig. Ang taas na ng distress ko. Yun. Verse 1, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me, answer me speedily in the day when I call. Kung ito ang sitwasyon mo, perfect. I'm glad na nandito ka kasi para marinig mo yung the rest of the passage in Psalm 102. Lahat tayo may, ganyang, may, ganyang, may mga ganyang sitwasyon at different levels. Yung iba sa, sa atin talagang malalang-malala na. Yung iba sa atin pasimula pa lang. Tapos, lahat din tayo may ganyan ding nararamdaman. Yung nagpe-pray ka pero parang hindi pa nangyayari. Kung ano yung extent sana nung sagot doon sa panalangin mo. Ngayon, yung psalmist is now representing us and telling us na ito mismo, ito talagang totoong pinagdadaanan ng mga totoong tao. Ganyan, ganyan. So isa po yung 11 verses yan na puro mga ganyan. Lord, Lord, pakinggan nyo naman. Lord, tagal naman ang sagot nyo. Lord. Yun, if you're looking at your Bibles, you could actually see it and, and read it yourself. Pero biglang nagbago yung tono ng psalmist sa verse 12, yung sinimula nating basahin kanina. It says there, But you, O Lord, are enthroned 
forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. I love that. I love the idea na, but you, oh Lord. Biglang nagbago. Lord, hindi, Lord, ang laki ng sitwasyon ko, hindi umuusad yung mga bagay. Lord, hindi ko naririnig yung prayer, yung sagot sa prayer, hindi ko nakikita, hindi nyo pinapamalas. Lord, parang wala kayong ginagawa, but you, oh Lord, are enthroned forever. Pero Lord, alam ko, alam ko, kayo pa rin ang nakalukluk sa trono. Kayo pa rin, Panginoon, ang may hawak ng lahat ng mga bagay at doon ako nananalig, doon ako nagtitiwala. That's applicable for the whole world. The whole world. The Lord is enthroned forever. That's applicable for the nation of Israel. When the psalmist was writing that, he was, he was writing it sa context ng, ng Israel, ng Zion, ng Jerusalem specifically, yung kanilang major city. Tayo, pag inisip mo, totoo din yan sa personal mo na buhay at saka sa pamilya mo. But you, O Lord. So, kaya mo ba yung sabihin? <laughs> Ibig sabihin, kapag pinagdadaanan mo yung sitwasyon, pagkatapos mo umiyak, iyak mo na lahat, sabihin mo kay Lord lahat. Pwede naman talaga eh, pwedeng ilabas. Pero biglang sa dulo, sabihin mo yan. But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. So nag-uusap kayo ng anak mo, nag-uusap kayo ng anak mo, narinig mo lahat ng mga problema niya. Tapos hindi mo alam kung paano siya matulungan. Pag ikaw na nagpe-pray, But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. Wala talagang pambayad ng upa. Wala pa po ang pasok. Nawalan pa ng trabaho yung asamo. At ngayon, itong nakaraan lang, nasisante pa yung anak mo. Tapos biglang, sa lahat ng mga nangyayari na yan, biglang pag nagpe-pray ka na, but you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. But you, O Lord, enthroned. You're high up there. Lord, you are in control. At pag sinabing forever, ibig sabihin, hindi natitinag. Hindi nawawala. Yung, alam mo yung, walang lapses. Wala yung habang majority of the time, the Lord is in control. Oops! Kaya lang, nakaligtaan niya yung hinihingi mo. <laughs> Bila, ay, nakalimutan niya. Nako, hindi niya narinig. Nako, okay. Biglang nakalimutan ka na ni Lord. Hindi ever yun nangyayari. The fact na forever yan, ibig sabihin from beginning to end. Actually, no beginning, no end. Yun ibig sabihin ng forever. Ibig sabihin, the Lord is always fully in control, always enthroned, always in charge, always at work, and working out His plans for your life, and He knows your name. He knows your name. He knows your situation. That is not hidden from Him. And He is fully at work in your life. Would you be willing to say at the end of your frustration, but you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. And I like that next part. It says, you are remembered throughout all generations. Lord, ang galing na. Kasi yung idea ng remembered throughout all generations, that gives me a lot of hope. Kasi si Lord, ibig sabihin, kaya niya na ikip yung sarili niya enthroned. Halimbawa, may sitwasyon ka with your children. Marandaman mo yun. Lord, ano mangyayari sa mga anak ko? Ine. God is remembered throughout all generations. Ibig sabihin, the Lord is at work in your children. The Lord will find a way to be able to show Himself strong and enthroned even over the lives of your children. Your children will also know it themselves that the Lord is enthroned kasi God will be remembered. Ibig sabihin, He will be recognized by each generation. Now, ito, this is a statement of fact. Pero makikita natin as the verse progresses, we actually have participation. May participation tayo. Meron tayong bahagi para yan mapangyari. Now, think about that for the rest of the nations. The Lord will be remembered throughout all generations. That also means across all of the nations. Lahat ng mga bansa ay magkakaroon ng pagkakataon na makilala siya. At kasama yun sa pinapanalangin natin. O kaya yun ang pangitain natin. That's, that's, our, that's our faith, that's our goal, that's our belief. Yon. Tas the, the story continues. Sabi, 
that the fact that the Lord is enthroned and He will be remembered throughout all generations at gagawin niya yan, ito na ngayon, yung susunod. You will arise and have pity on Zion. Ito na, Lord, gagalaw na kayo. Woohoo! Finally! Uh, yun yung pinapag-pray. Yun ang dahilang ba tayo nag-worship every time we come? Kasi part nun para ma-encourage yung faith mo. Eh, habang kinakanta mo yung mga bagay niyon, hindi pa naman yun necessarily totoo sa'yo, pero by faith, binibigkas mo. At sinasabi mo na, Lord, Oh, the glory of God will fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. Kinanta natin just a while ago. So, ibig sabihin, anong ibig sabihin nun? You're declaring it by faith. You're actually saying it. Lord, you will arise and have pity on Zion. Lord, ayan na. God, gagalaw na kayo, Lord. Excited po ako. It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come. I love the faith of the psalmist. And then he says, at the end, verse 15, Nations will fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. The psalmist describes the future. Kung ito po ay simula ng history ng mundo. Sinasabi niya, maraming mangyari, maraming mangyari, maraming mangyari, maraming mangyari, maraming mangyari, maraming mangyari, maraming mangyari. Pero pagdating dito, itong ending. Ano't ano man ang mangyari, ang ending, the nations will fear the name of the Lord. And all the kings, including every king, every president will ever have, every ruler of the nations, all the kings, will fear His glory. Lahat ng mga bansa. That should make, give you an assurance. Assurance yan sa'yo. Ibig sabihin, so yun ang ending, yun ang, yun, yun ang parang pelikula na alam mo namang positive naman lagi sa dulo. Oo, hindi okay ka lang na pagdaanan yung, yung habang natatakot ka, habang pinapanood mo yung pelikula, biglang oh, magaga, matatakot ka, oh, ano nangyari? May conflict yung story. Okay lang na may conflict yung story kasi alam mo, good ending yan. Alam ko na yan. Ito, pinakita na sa atin. Spoiler. Ito ang spoiler ng buhay mo. Ang spoiler ng buhay mo ay ang lahat ng mga bansa ay mananalig sa Diyos, matatakot sa Diyos, magandang ibig sabihin niya. All the kings of the earth will then revere or, or fear God's glory. In the end, nations will fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth will fear His glory. Tapos yung sunod na verse, describe kung bakit. Bakit? Bakit ganun? Pa- paano yung gagawin ni Lord? Ito, I love this. For the Lord builds up Zion. He appears in His glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. God does three things. When you take a look at that passage, hindi pa po ito yung mismong mga, mga main points ng pag-uusapan natin, pero dinadaanan lang natin yung passage and making comment here and there. It says there, tatlong bagay. The Lord builds up. Ayos, Zion, galing. The Lord appears in His glory and finally He regards the prayer. When you think about that for a moment, the psalmist was describing that for Israel. And that's a good thing. The Lord will be the one to build up our nation. Okay. The Lord will appear in His glory. Okay. And then the Lord hears the prayer of the destitute. So yung buong prayer, buong prayer ng psalmist, from verses 1 to 11, biglang nararamdaman niya ngayon, hindi, papakinggan ni Lord to. O ito, dali natin siya ngayon sa personal mo na buhay. That's what the Lord is doing too, or is able to do and will do. Will you continue to trust Him? The Lord will be the one to build up or establish your family or your situation or you, ikaw mismo. The Lord will be the one to establish you. Na-imagine mo na yung buhay, parang maraming uncertainties, parang gumagalaw ka ng ganito, ganito. Tapos biglang sinabing, the Lord will establish you. Biglang hindi ka na ngayon matitinag, nakatindig ka na ng matindi, ng maayos. The Lord will be the one to establish you. The Lord will appear. Wow, the Lord will visit. The Lord will step in. The Lord will intervene. The Lord will now get involved. I mean, whoa! And will hear the prayer of the destitute. 
This is the nature of who God is, which is why our faith is not futile. Continue to believe in God because this is what He does on a regular basis. He will be the one to establish. He will be the one to appear and He will come and hear the prayer of the destitute. Yan. Tapos, yung susunod the verse, interesting. Sabi ron, let this be recorded for a generation to come. Paisip ako dyan. <laughs> so, sinabi na ng psalmist, all nations will fear. At ang gagawin ni Lord, He will establish, He will appear, and then He will hear the prayer. Kailangan tong malaman ng susunod na generation. Let this be recorded for a generation to come. Let this be recorded. Ito yung participation natin. Paano ba sila nagre-record noong unang panahon? Scrolls. Paano na ba nagre-record nitong panahon na to? Okay. Kung naalala nyo pa po, <laughs> naalala nyo pa ba yung, yung, ano, yung double deck na cassette? Naalala nyo pa yon? Ah, okay. Hindi, hindi na. Ay, wow. Sobra naman kayo. Oh, para dun sa mga nakakaintindi, okay. may double deck na cassette noon. Kasi bibili ka ng tape na isa, ilalagay mo sa isa, di ba? Habang piniplay mo, maglalagay ka ng blank dun sa kabila. Nire-record. Yun yung unang panahon. Ganun ka, ano. Ngayon kasi ini-airdrop na lang eh. Ngayon kasi bluetooth na lang. Ang dali-dali na, na dumami, maduplicate ang mga bagay. Pero kailangan siyang i-record. Nung unang panahon, the way they record it, paisa-isang scroll. Merong mga scribes. Matrabaho. Bukabay saya. Ang haba-haba kaya nun. Tapos it'll take you too long. Tapos kailangan talaga, walang mistakes. Nagtitraining. May mga school for scribes. That's how they would record it. Ngayon, sobrang dali na. Pagkatapos ng mga panahon na yun, eh, the rest of the time, word of mouth lang. The way they record it for the next generation, word of mouth, sasabihin. Eventually, nasa scrolls na. Nung panahon ni Gutenberg, oh, finally, may printing press na. Papel. Papel na, libro na. Alam nyo ba ang unang print sa printing press ni Johann Gutenberg? The Latin Bible. As in. So mukha talagang, wow, okay ah. Pero itong panahon natin, so you went from word of mouth to scroll to parchment scroll, to paper, books. Now, eventually, it's now byte. B-Y-T-E. It's now in bytes. Nakarecord na lang sa cloud. Nandiyan lang, data sa phone mo. Di ba, biglang, grabe ang tindi yung progression. Pero, ang goal, kaya mo gustong maisulat, may record, para pwedeng mapakinggan ng susunod na generation. Yun ang trabaho natin. As the church in this hour, God wants us to be able to record God's promises, who God is, and pass this on to the next generation. We have to be able to give it to them. And if you expand that, that is the goal, that is the role of every church in every nation. Sa bawat bansa, yung church doon, silang in charge na maipasa yon sa susunod na inerasyon. Paano pag wala pang church doon sa city na yon? Kaya tayo magpapadala ng missionary. Kasi trabaho natin yun bilang church na ma-record ito para maibigay sa lahat ng generation pero kung pwedeng hindi lang sa generation sa bansa mo kundi pati sa lahat ng generations sa iba pang mga bansa na walang pagkakataon na marinig ito sa kanila. Which is why we bring the gospel to all of the nations. This is our participation to record it for a generation to come. To a generation to come. So, kailangan yung kung paano mang paraan mo siya mai-record, maipapasa, maisusulat at maipapasa para gawin siyang portable para sa susunod na henerasyon. I love it. Okay, sige. What will we record? Ito na. 
Ano ba ang ipapasa mo kasi dun sa susunod na henerasyon? The first thing that we need to be able to pass on is that the Lord came to set free those who were doomed to die. Which, looking at that statement, that's actually the gospel. The Lord came to set free those who were doomed to die. Saan natin yung nakuha? In the following verse, 19, it says there, that He looked down from His holy height from heaven. The Lord looked at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners to set free those who were doomed to die. And those highlighted portions, think about that for a moment, that's exactly what Jesus did. He looked down. And isa pa pong word na ibig sabihin yan, He condescended. Iba pag condescended, you look down on someone. Parang nag-look down ka, nag-condescend ka. Pero proud, proud yun na condescension. Yung parang, oy, mas magaling ako kaysa sa'yo ah. Yun. Condescended. Condescension. Pero alam nyo ba, nag, ginagamit din ang word na yon na ibig sabihin bumaba siya. Look down. Condescended. Bumaba siya. Ang technical po na word doon ay incarnation. Ipinanganak siya. He came to dwell among us. He looked down from His dwelling place in heaven. He looked down to hear the groans of the prisoners. Eto na. He came among us. Hindi yung game. Si Jesus to, among us. Mag, sinum, sumama talaga siya rito. Narinig niya mismo yung groans. And then, He set them free. Those who were doomed to die. How did He do that? At the crucifixion. At the cross, He came to set free those who were doomed to die. Sila dapat ang mamamatay. Ako na lang ang mamamatay para sila lalaya na sila sa kamatayan. That's exactly what happened at the cross. And then when he rose again from the dead, now he can set people free because now he can go to a person and say, believe in me. Put your faith in me. I love you so much. Put your faith in me because I died for you already. And I have something to offer. I have something to offer. Life. Life. Life? Yeah, life. And this kind of life is a different kind of life. It can no longer be snuffed out by death. Oh, weh. Parang salesman, you know? Weh. Life na cannot be snuffed out by death. Oo, walang biro, hindi ito drawing. Alam mo kung paano ko alam? Kasi nagawa ko eh. I died, but I rose back from the dead. So the life that I have now is something that could not even be killed by death. That's the gospel right there. To set free those who were doomed to die. We were all doomed to die. And don't worry, don't worry, you'll still die. <laughs> you will still die, but only as a bluff. Death is now just a bluff because you will die. Yes, you will die, but you will be resurrected again from the dead. We will still need to die. Our physical body is by, is degrading. Our physical body, it will die. But then after that, after that, you will still be resurrected from the dead with a glorified body and with a life that could no longer die. That's what Jesus did. He set us free. Those who are doomed to die, every single one of us. Tanong, kaya bang gawa ng paraan yung death mo? In case lang, parang kaya bang isalba ang sarili mo mula sa iyong kamatayan? Alam nyo ba na lahat ng mga tao, buong mundo, eh, sorry, lahat na ng henerasyon ng buong mundo, yan ang kanilang sinusolve. Hindi nila masolve-solve. Mula pa sa mga mami sa Egypt na sinusubukan na lang i-preserve yung kanilang mga fair and all that. Hanggang ngayon, cryotherapy, Yung, ayun, yung, yung lahat, maraming mga sining ganyan. Yung ipipreserve ka, yung i-ice ka, ganyan, tas mabubuhay ka pa rin. Hindi talaga kayang sol- solusyonan ng tao. Hindi natin kaya. We cannot save ourselves. Which is why Jesus had to condescend. He looked down. 
heard the groans of the prisoners and now rescued those who were doomed to die by his own death on the cross. And now he is once again alive and offers to you eternal life. A life that could never be snuffed out by death anymore. That's what Jesus did. That is what we will record. That's what we will record. A quick story. Nakatuwa po ito. Uh, mahirap lang sabihin kasi ma-actual. Pero nakilala ko mismo itong, itong batang to. Uh, the, the girl. Let's just, uh, her name starts with the letter K. Uh, so, uh, so si Miss K, yan, si Miss K, um, was a student in a communist nation sa Indochina area. Na-reach po siya ng gospel doon. Kasi may mga missionaries tayong mga pinadala doon. So, yung una natin isang missionary doon, negosyante. Tapos eventually, pinasoon niya doon sa iba pang mga missionaries. Tapos, itong mga missionaries na ito, na-reach itong si Miss K. Si Miss K ay naka-double major pa yan. Parang medyo matindi. Uh, education at saka computer science. Tapos, finally, eh, mukhang matindi ang deposit sa kanya ni Lord. So, nagsimula siyang pumunta ng church. Napansin ng mga magulang. Laging wala pag Sunday. Ano nangyayari? Eh, ang church po dito, sa lugar na to, sa communist nation na to, ay isang coffee shop. Um, coffee shop siya. Medyo nagdo-double. During the week, coffee shop siya. Pag Sunday, nag-gather sila together. Para pepeding casual lang ang itsura kasi nga bawal na mag-gather ang Christians. So, the fact na napansin na pumupunta siya rito kada linggo, ay grabe, napaisip talaga yung mga magulang. Eventually, siya mismo takot din siyang sabihin. Pero eventually, she had the courage to actually say. Pero alam nyo, nagbago na kasi ang buhay ni Miss Kay. Sa sdat ng mapansin niyo ng mga magulang, sabi sa kanya, ah, ganun ba? Eh, eto matindi. Yung mga magulang niya nagtatrabaho sa communist government. <laughs> so kaya parang takot talaga siya na pwede kasi siyang isuplong eh. That, that would be it. Pero sabi sa kanya ng mga magulang niya, isama mo rin yung ate mo. Oh, kasi para magbago din siya katulad mo. So eventually, sinama Ito po, nag-grow itong, itong estudyante na to na eventually naging leader natin sa church. Tapos alam nyo, ito yung matindi. She is the very first senior pastor that we have of a church in another nation. The very first female senior pastor. Think about that for a moment. Tapos na-encounter ko to. Unang-una ko makita, hindi ko pa naman kilala na yung pala, pero nakita ko kagad yung leadership. Ibang klase naman to. Yun. Tapos yun nga, eventually, siya pala yung magtitake on mismo ng local church. Tapos yung mga Filipino missionaries natin doon, ipinasa na talaga sa kanya. Para siya na yung mag... Kasi ito po yan. Yun ang goal talaga sa bawat bansa. Kailangan local. Ibig sabihin, yung local national from that nation, they will have a burden for their nation. Then they'll begin to spread across the whole nation and win their nation for God. Tayo po bilang mga Pilipino, suporta lang tayo kasi ang dapat na gumagawa talaga noon at naglilid ay yung mga local. So yung pong dalawang nakablur na yan na mukha, sila po ay dalawa nating pastor yan, dito sa bansa na ito. Yung pangalan po nung isa ay, ay gusto kong sabihin yung pangalan, kakaiba eh, pero okay lang, hindi na. Kasi para naman, for their protection. Sige. Sabi natin kanina, what will we record? We will record that God came down and He rescued forever to set free those who were doomed to die. Then, the result was, ito po yung naging resulta, then peoples and kingdoms will worship the Lord. Yun yung i-record natin, yun yung ipapasa natin. Na ang Diyos, ang Diyos ay bumaba mula sa langit, namatay para sa'yo, at ngayon, ngayon ha, this is what He will do. He will cause all of the nations to worship God, to worship the Lord. Lahat ng mga bansa, with no exceptions. How do we know that? In verse 21. That they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord and in Jerusalem His praise. When peoples gather together and kingdoms to worship the Lord. Think about that. Una in Zion, in Jerusalem, tapos biglang may peoples at saka kingdoms. Now all of, that, all of them will worship the Lord. They will gather together and they will begin to worship the Lord. 
amazing ang ginagawa ni Lord sa mga nations. At totoo nga talaga siya. Another story. Ito, this guy naman, ito po, meron tayong isang outreach, isa na sa mga pinakamatanda nating outreach sa isang bansa, Muslim nation. Ang kwento po ng primary guy na to na nagsimula ng work sa nation na ito ay, na-save siya sa Japan, napunta sa Pilipinas as an exchange student, na-connect sa atin sa Victory, at eventually sinend out natin siya na bumalik sa kanyang bansa as a missionary. So he's been doing that as a missionary. Ginagawa niya yun sa bansa niya. Nag-reach out talaga siya ng mga Muslims in a very bold way. Meron pong iba-ibang approaches sa Muslim ministry sa kanya yung pinakadelikado. <laughs> yung mga pinupugutan ng ulo, ganun yung itsura nitong guy na to. One of the guys na ano niya, na nan-reach out niya, ito si Mr. A. Tawagin natin siya si Mr. A. Yan pong naka-blur sa gitna, yung mahaba ang balbas. Itong si Mr. A ay isang imam. A priest, a Muslim priest, a student of the Quran. So this guy came to the faith kasi marami na siyang mga tanong tapos biglang nang ma-recognize siya na maintindihan niya yung sinasabi ng gospel. Na-realize siya, ito pala yung hinahanap ko mismo. So he was radically saved and because of that, he began to reach out to his fellow imams and friends. Nung mag-pandemic, kinailangan niya umuwi sa probinsya niya. Pagdating niya rin sa probinsya niya, may ni-reach out siya na isang estudyante. Tawagin natin siyang si Mr. R. etong si Mr. R, si estudyante, Grabe na excited din. Began to reach out his family. Yan po yung family niya na yon, yung mga katabi niya na yon. Tapos itong si Mr. A, itinutuloy pa rin yung kanyang outreach. Ang kausap niya rito ay mga imam, yung nasa kanan na side, at pinag-uusapin nila ang Book of Luke, which is part of the holy sacred writings of the Muslims. The Injil, they call it, the Gospel. So ngayon, siya, dahil talaga naman teacher siya ng Quran, ay biglang ngayon, nagtuturo na siya ngayon doon sa mga fellow niya na imam, pero this time, ang tinuturo niya, yung Gospel within Uh, within the sacred writings mismo ng mga Muslims. The point, in the end, the nations will fear the name of the Lord and all peoples and kingdoms will worship Him. That's a fact of life. Yan ang spoiler ng story natin. Yan ang dulo ng kwento na to. At bahagi ka nun, trabaho natin, our participation to record this for the generations to come. Now, I'm, I'm pretty excited at the potential of how this could be for all of us. O, ito na ngayon yung sunod kong iaas sa inyo. Tanungin kita, ta, ta, pwede mong tanungin ang sarili mo, paano ko ba yan gagawin? Yung record-record na yan. Anong ibig sabihin yan? What does that mean for you? How can I pass on this gospel? Sabi natin that God came down to rescue those, to set free those who were doomed to die in order that the nations, that the nations may worship Him. So if I will pass that on, if I will record that, how will I do it personally? And most probably, the answer to that is you passing it on to the current circle that you have. Monoculturally. When I say monoculturally, isang culture lang. O ito. Willing ka ba na gamitin ni Lord na dalhin ito cross-culturally? Cross-culturally means I will need to get out of my culture in order to move to another culture to be able to bring the gospel to that culture. Will you be willing to be used of God to record this for the generations to come? This has been the Victory Santa Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.